What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. So glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey, what's up, everyone? And thanks for tuning into the podcast. Clark and Bob are here bringing Romans 16 to you. Really close to Christmas, you guys. Yeah, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Loving it. Merry Christmas. Happy mm. Advent. Um, the end of Romans. We're talking about yeah. it here. When it, initially, we looked at it. A lot of it is just greetings to people. And mm-hmm. so we're like, oh boy, we're gonna have to break down how to. This is how you pronounce their names. Like, what's to talk about in Romans? <laughs> I'll 16? read that. Yeah, there's <laughs> actually there's actually a lot. Um, so, like Bob, yeah, there give are. us a ten thousand foot aerial view, a synopsis. What are we talking about today? What's Paul getting at here? Well, there's kind of a little bit of everything, like you said. So there's some greetings to some of Paul's um, friends, some people in the church. There's also some warning later on too, and some instruction. And so what? is curious, uh, like Clark said, is this? there's just so many people. Mm-hmm. We've got men, we've got women, elders, apostles, deacons, deaconesses um, that Paul's writing to. And what's so cool is that they're named. I think we mentioned this before, how Tim Keller sometimes will bring this as a point of evidence to so support and like corroborate. Is that the word? Yeah, yeah, the gospel. Anyway, and just say, like, these are people that I know that you could go talk to at, the, at this day and age. Yeah. And, like, these are people that he's just not, you know, um, like he's naming them with intent and purpose. And mm-hmm. so that's yeah, pretty so cool. Yeah, so if people read Romans and he's not saying, I talk to my friends and this is what we think. He's saying, no, if you want to back this up, go talk yeah. to, you know, Petey on 2nd Street. Yeah. Or, or I'm proud Juan of him, how he's Virginia been obedient. Avenue. Yeah, <laughs> you can look it up. And what's cool about this, too, is that Romans up to this point has been such a heavy, like a doctrinally heavy book. Yeah. You're thinking you're going to East Jacob and Esau and this circumcision in the Old Testament, all these Israel right. <laughs> examples, like, oh my goodness, this has been heavy on my brain. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I like how he ends this here because what we see is there's this beautiful combination of of true doctrine yep. leads to a loving community right. of people right. who just love Jesus. Yeah. It's like doctrine, your theology is important. And then here you're seeing how all these people have come together and it's mm-hmm. people of different backgrounds, mm-hmm. male, female. Again, apostle, elder, deacon, different roles to play. And mm-hmm. they're, they're working together. Mm-hmm. So I guess one of the first names you see there, verse one, is Phoebe. She's a deacon at the church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And church history tells us that she is probably the one who carried the Roman letter. Right. When it got to her, <laughs> yeah. Paul, Paul, she's moving it around and making sure people get it in she's their hands. She's a prominent yeah, member. Which is cool. Mm-hmm. She's a leader of the church. And mm-hmm. we've got some other names here. Right. Priscilla, what is this? Aquila? I never said Aquila. Aquila. Yeah. <laughs> and how, you know, I like the little descriptions too, like uh, my fellow workers in Christ, they risked their lives hmm. for me. And so if that's just interesting too. Like what, you know, that's a story. If our names were in there, I wonder what he would say. <laughs> Clark and Bobby, they talked into microphones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did a podcast. Yeah. Um, same thing. What, what's the next? Here we go. Verse five. Um, Epinatus, who's the Epinatus. first convert of Christ in Asia. Huge. Imagine the fruit, like Epinatus up in heaven. Look what God did through you. Now there's an entire yeah. continent. Uh, I mean, they're being persecuted, but the church is exploding. Right. <laughs> and it comes from Epinatus giving his life to Christ or her life to Christ. Yeah. And going, that's pretty neat. And then yeah, verse 23, Erastus. This mm-hmm. is probably my favorite one, Erastus, who is the city's mm. director of public works. Right. Like just to think Christians that infiltrated the Roman government. Right. Like the Roman cities. and Amazing. Yeah. They're there bumping into people and hopefully telling them about Jesus. So that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. So I think mm-hmm. one of the things that we took away from this is that everybody's got a part to play. Yeah. Whether you're the deaconess, Phoebe, in the church, and you help lead this thing, or you're carrying the letter, or you're Erastus, the director of public works. Yeah. 
or you are a tent maker, or, you know, yep. it kind of goes back to Jesus uh, or Paul talking about the church as the body of Christ. Mm. You got a thumb, you got a pinky, you got a shoulder, a nose, ear. We all have a different role to play and you are important. Yeah. That's actually, it made us think of just Emmanuel and our church home just so quickly, because mm-hmm. that's one thing I think that Emmanuel just is so beautiful. You can watch you know, we've got sound guys here, video guys, we got VBS, we've got people recording music, we have people delivering, not anymore, I don't think, but there were, you know, the care elders that would come knock on your door. There's the people that, the deacons that are Teenagers. So many, so many pieces. And so, I mean, I just so grateful for our Mm -hmm. Emmanuel church body and for you guys just being you and, and serving in the capacity that God has um, allowed you, but also gifted you. Yeah. And so with that too, I'd just encourage you listeners to know that you, if you're a Christian, um, you play an important role Yeah, and we can't just sit on the sidelines. You have to think through your passion, your calling, but also the skills and gifts that God's given you. And you have to, we have to ask God, what am I supposed to do with this? Right. Because in some way, shape, and form, we're called to bless the church so that the church is able to bless the community and the world. Yeah. So you play an important role. Think mm-hmm. about what that might look like for mm-hmm. you. Um, yeah, flipping to the end of the book, though, he, he, like you said, gives some warning and some instruction. Yeah. So do you want to read verses 17, 18, 19? That's kind of like the heart of it, I feel like. Great. I urge you, brothers, to watch out for those who cause divisions and put obstacles in your way that are contrary to the teaching you have learned. Keep away from them, for such people are not serving our Lord Christ, but their own appetites. By smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the minds of naive people. Hmm. Everyone has heard about your obedience, so I am full of joy over you. But I want you to be wise about what is good and innocent about what is evil. Hmm. That's some good stuff. Yeah. So with that, verse 17, identify the troublemakers, Mm -hmm. identify the false teachers. Yeah. Stay away from them is what he says. Now, when you read that, I want to mm-hmm. encourage you listeners again, you read this in the context of Romans, you interpret the Bible with the Bible, but you also interpret this with the rest of the scriptures because there are other biblical passages that talk about how to confront these people. Sure. So it's not like, hey, I don't like that person, cancel culture, they're out of here, I'm, I'm, I'm going away. Sure. There's actually ways to identify saying, hey, I heard you say this, what do you mean? I read the Bible, here's what I get out of it, and basically to call sin, sin, call false teaching, false teaching, invite into the way of Jesus, let your conversation be full of grace, seasoned with salt. That's what Paul says. Yeah. So identify them, confront them. But in there, it talked about, you talked about how the importance of having uh, the words learned. Yeah, that's actually, the teaching I think you've learned. what stuck out to me most in the chapter is, um, so I'll read it again. Verse 17? Yeah. I urge you, brothers, to watch out for those who cause division obstacles, put them in your way that are contrary to the teaching you have learned. Hmm. So before we can even become aware of what these obstacles might be, um, we need to learn them. You yeah. need to know what truth is. You need to... Um, I love our sister, Debbie, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry, but Debbie Steiner, love her story. When she accepted Jesus Christ, she just was like hungry for the word and just started reading in yeah. the children's Bible. Yeah. Learn truth, even if that means the children's Bible, because yes. that is um, that's so important. Like we can't, like Paul's saying, we cannot um, be aware. We can't watch out for the divisions if we don't know what to watch out for. What to watch out for? Yeah. And so I think that was just one of those little lines that the Holy Spirit lifted mm-hmm. in the chapter um, that said, "Oh, hey, you know, pay attention to yeah. that." And then yeah. verse eight, verse eighteen transitions yes. to some, some other of Paul's writing where he says. These people aren't serving the Lord Christ, but their own appetites by smooth talk 
in flattery. <laughs> they deceive the minds of naive people. Because mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. other passages where Paul is talking to Timothy specifically, and he's like, look, these people are going to... Sur- false teachers are going to surround themselves with other people mm-hmm. who are saying what their itching ears want to hear. Right. And yeah. so with that, it's just like, just because I don't like something that, that, that I'm instructed to do by the scripture doesn't mean I can just cancel it and go find somebody else that tells me something other than what it says right, here. Right. Because you could on the internet now. Oh, you can like, Google something. Yeah. There's all kinds of nonsense Like dogs can eat chocolate. Yeah. You go like, okay, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> they can't eat chocolate, though, can they? No, they can, but it's supposed to hurt their tummies. Yeah, the truth not is supposed to eat they chocolate. will vomit. I know, but I'm saying if you wanted to, you could go oh. find somebody saying. Like, oh, yeah. Don't feed your dogs chocolate, people. <laughs> Maybe not the best example, no, you guys. Yeah. Whatever. Don't feed your dogs chocolate. We have a dog. We love her. Okay. And one of our kids pounded a bag. Oh, no, Winnie did. A yeah, bag of chocolate. Why. That's why you brought that up. That I is got why you. I brought that up. We had a, the, some of our favorite snacks are these macadamia nuts from Costco, these chocolate coconut things. Yeah, they're really good. A whole bag is like a pound. I was so sad. Yeah. All gone. I was like, who our, did this? Our baby opened the fridge door, Quinn. Yep, she did. She's impressive and says she can do that. The dog got the chocolate nuts out of there and ate them all. Gone, every single one. You don't want to know what followed. Sad so. day. <laughs> We're all still alive. I okay. Promise. Anyways. Next. Smooth talk and flattery, itching ears to hear. Uh, where are we at? Obedience. Yeah. Obedience. Yeah, when you look at verse 19, uh, we got to be obedient to Christ. He's saying everyone's yeah. heard of your obedience, so rejoice mm-hmm. because of you. Yeah. And I want you to be wise about what's good and innocent about what's evil. Yeah. So at the most elementary level, break that down. What does it mean to be wise about what's good? innocent about what's evil yeah well you know spend time and put your effort into knowing what's what that is yeah and so i but before we even get there what's interesting is um your obedience like we everyone has heard about your obedience obedience is usually um you doing something and so that's interesting it's not like they're out proclaiming i was obedient no and so that's just an encouragement when you are being obedient people are watching when you are not being obedient people are watching just like you can talk the talk but you also have to walk the walk yes yeah and so that's an encouragement that um, everyone has heard about your obedience like okay so that Mm -hmm. means they're doing and then that transitioned into the wise and the naive. What's good and yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Mother Teresa's got a line about being wise about what's good, and she says, "This is how you yeah. do that: you spend time near the Lord, and you don't do things you shouldn't do." Like simple <laughs> people, so simple at that level. Like Just if you know something is not right, helpful, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. So there you go. That's yeah. being wise about what's good. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to being innocent about what's evil, we have to be mindful of what we're watching listening yeah. to, eating and drinking, and even being mindful of like our proximity to these things. Yeah, other places in the Bible. Being innocent. Mm-hmm. And again, going back to our dog, Winnie, uh, <laughs> there are really times that she'll have a, she'll get one of our kids' toys. Yep. We'll tell like, Winnie, like, don't eat that, don't eat Woody or Buzz Lightyear. Like leave him there. And we'll put him on the ground and the Buzz is like right here and Winnie's nose is like right here and she's just like, like three inches away. Just let me no, have a dad. I'm not really touching it. it. I'm not touching it, but I'm really looking at it. I'm, and so sometimes when it comes to us and being innocent about what's evil, if you shouldn't be on the computer at 10 p.m., then don't like, then go put the laptop in the bag up in the closet in the other room yep. to stay away from it. Exactly. If, if you can't have a drip of alcohol, then just stay away from, don't go to a bar. Position yourself. Position yourself yeah. and surround yourself with people who are going to help you. Mm-hmm. So that's what it means to be wise about what's good and innocent about what's evil. Yeah. 
So that's what we got. Romans 16 podcast. Booyah. Yeah. Thanks so much, you guys, for listening. I know this is sometimes one of those chapters that's like, oh, what am I going to get out of this? But for sure. the Lord is going to meet you in Romans right. 16. And <laughs> as always, we want to hear from you. Yeah. What did you get out of Romans 16? Feel free to share it, post it, talk about it. Yeah. And uh, as we said earlier, Merry Christmas. God yeah. bless you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance towards you and give you his peace. Have a great day. Thank you.